0: Welcome to another day with Jesus. The power is where it's always been. The word of God is alive. You are listening to challenging devotions and heart-inspiring conversations with Pastor priji and Rashmi Varghese. Visit www.pastorprigy.com for more resources.
1: Hey guys, welcome to this Saturday's marriage special podcast with Pastor Mrs. Prigy and Rashmi, Mr. Rashmi Varghese. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is our family and marriage special podcast. And today we are going to talk about how, how to, to prepare yourself for marriage. Yeah,
0: it's such an important topic because, you know, in our church we have so many young people who are yet to be married, who who are clueless about how to get married and not not n- not judging them because we were ourselves like that, you know. Okay. We were... Uh, clu- clueless, we thought it's all about just, you know, saying the vows in front of people and just walking right into it and being prepared is a very key thing.
1: Because once you get married from from what personal experience shows and <laughs> says, that what you think is marriage is not Completely what different. it is. Completely yeah, different, yeah, definitely, yeah.
0: definitely. We, we see the rosy picture of other people's marriages and, uh, you know, what Or even the I'm worst sides even the or even the bad sides yeah here, probably from our parents picture parents marriages or what we see in the television in the movies and, and we yeah, expect that you mm-hmm. know our marriage is going to be similar to that and yeah. there is definitely more details to it than mm, i think this podcast we can discuss about how uh, it will really help for you to be uh, Prepared, you know, for what is is ahead, what is coming up after marriage. It's
1: true, because, um, you know, preparation happens for something that is really important. Right. And, uh, like, many a times we take certain really, really important things in life... For granted. For granted. Yeah. And one of them is marriage.
0: Definitely. Like,
1: marriage does not start and end with our wedding day. True. Because what we do when we get married is... Um, like it's like it even you know, I can't even put in words how important it is. As a mother, I can tell you that after being a mother to two children, I see myself <coughs> impacting them in even the smallest ways. Right, and that has happened because of marriage. Right, you can change or make the life of three or four people around exactly. you. Because of marriage.
0: Including your spouse, of course. It's not just your... Three or four
1: people. That includes, starts with your spouse.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I think uh, that if we have to come to a level where we are able to impact others, mm. it all has to begin with our personal walk with God. Yes. We were doing a leadership training in church you know you were part of it on yeah. last saturday and 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 we were studying how it's so necessary that if you have to lead others you have to know how to lead yourself yes how to be a good leader over yourself and 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 the one way that you can do that is have a Steady, proper, constant, intentional walk with God, yeah. and that involves your, the, your your prayer life, that involves your uh, study of God's word, that involves your fellowship with people. You know, let's 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 take a minute and talk about prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Prayer is not something that you should do because you want to get married, mm-hmm. but you know, if if uh, prayer has to become a key ingredient of your uh, you know, spiritual life and your your everyday life, your everyday routine, every area of your life, prayer has to get into it. However, when you know that you have to get married, you have to begin preparing yourself in prayer towards the marriage. In other words, you you begin praying specifically about the partner that you're going to get married to, Mm. you begin specifically praying for the uh, changes God wants to bring in your life Mm. and surrendering. Prayer is a place where you surrender.
1: Exactly. I think surrender is the word. Mm. Surrender because, um, you know, such is the state of life and such is the work of the enemy that there is no person who has not been uh, you know who has not scraped through life right without bitter experiences mm. so there comes this whole uh, aspect of the past mm. there is a past right and that past is uh, has molded us has made us what we are right and and we are entering marriage with another person who has a past right right That's true. so uh getting them both and still leading a wholesome life yeah. together, mm. as they give birth to more people, you know, more children. I, I mean, okay, let's let's keeping the children side aside, uh, part aside, just them both mm. living in union, yeah, on their true. own, right, cannot happen without surrender, without surrender, yeah, to each other and to God
0: definitely and that starts in prayer it doesn't start in a counseling session Mm. it doesn't let's pray that it doesn't start in a counseling session that it it doesn't have to be somebody beating you into surrender somebody teaching you If, if you can go to god on yourself on your own and say god i am willing For this to enter into this next phase of my life and for this next phase I am willing to surrender myself Hmm. it starts with surrender but Hmm. you know reading the Word of God is also important and studying the Word of God is equally important because Uh,
1: uh, what what you're saying is right like reading the Word of God and and why because of all the things that you know if I have to talk on my personal life of all the things that I could cling on to to find some uh, meaning. Mm. I think only the Word of God wo- was is has been will be the steadiest, definitely and the most solid rock.
0: Absolutely same for me. Yeah.
1: And can you imagine if you are doing a foundation mm. like you are building your foundation mm. on the Word? Yeah. So it is after prayer. I think the next most important thing will be to uh, you know ravage through the Word of God. Yeah find scriptures or find what god wants
0: on marriage on marriage definitely lay your foundations on, yeah.
1: on on god yeah it it can it be your career it can be can it be your uh, traditions it can be can it be um, you know what culture or what the you no know, the philosophies of the world have to say it can be but none of these have been proven to be very uh, you know they're good not foundations good, uh, like who who decides good i am not sure like if 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 i am thinking from the perspective of the, of our audience mm. but all of these things have not proven the test of time as much as the word of god
0: the reason being that it's god who instituted marriage right it is not the culture that created marriage it yeah. is not the government it's not television that yes. invented marriage hmm. it is god who has invented marriage it's god who instituted marriage hmm. which means that reading god's word will be the will be the best place to you know receive um, inspiration for your marriage hmm. but I, I think even more uh, to to add something more to it is that you need to be somebody who will fellowship with the church. Mm-hmm. It's not enough that you read your Bible and you you know pray regularly towards your marriage, but also fellowship in a church. I've seen guys that run to church only when they have to get married and only when they need a pastor to conduct their wedding and only when they need uh, you know a, a person to uh, sign on their register. And I think that's very uh, that's technically abusing the church, you know, mm-hmm. abusing the leaders that God has placed around you. Mm-hmm. Instead, if you can intentionally be part of a church and see, when you're not part of a church, I'll tell you the word that is uh, that is true for you. Mm-hmm. It's you're an orphan. Why? Because you you might be uh, you might have physical parents, and but you're you're a spiritual orphan. Why? Because your church or the family, the community that you belong to, gives you a sense of identity, gives you a sense of belonging, gives you a sense of accountability, mm-hmm. where you're being spoken over, where people are watching over you, praying over you regularly. I'm not just talking about a Sunday attendance that, you know, even not just in mainline, even in Pentecostal, Protestant, Christianity, there's churches become so much just about going to church. If
1: I just just to you know put you on the spot if i have the liberty to do that to you know pastor Pridhi. <laughs> um just just thinking out loud from the perspective because i have personally met people who have um who have been wronged by the church right and who hold resentment and bitterness mm. against churches mm-hmm. against institutions against i mean people who Are elderly who are respected, Mm -hmm. but at some point have uh, you know crossed their boundaries and and, you know limitations. And uh, I I want to ask you from from all of you know um, like representing all of them. Mm. Why should I be a part of a church when when I don't want to or when I have not found the 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 right reasons to? Mm.
0: The, the simplest answer to that would be because the church is the body of Christ. You cannot love a person's face and not his body. It will be very, very weird if I tell you, love, that, you know, I like your face but I don't like your body. Mm-hmm. That's what you're telling Jesus when you're saying, Lord, I love you, I will pray, I will, I will read my Bible, but I have got nothing to do with your body. Because the church is the body of Christ, mm-hmm. as flawed as it is. Mm-hmm. As broken as it is, mm-hmm. as misunderstood as it is, as abused and misused and you know, as much as dirt that there is therein, you know, in a church, it is still the body of Christ, and it is still the best representation of Jesus in this world today. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the one reason why you need to belong to a church, because your church is what 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 you know, Jesus is coming back for the church. Jesus is not coming back for individuals. Mm-hmm. He is coming back for a bride, yes. one bride, yeah. one church. Mm-hmm. And if you are preparing for marriage and you have not been going to a church regularly, I'm not talking about any church. I'm talking about a church where mm. you are, you are, you know, you are constantly being fed the word of God. You are constantly being taught the word of God. You're mm. Uh, you know, you're constantly uh, being uh, taught to submit. You know, mm. see, be especially because submission. Submission, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Especially because if, if you know, like men. Let me talk about men. Men go into marriage saying, "Hey,
1: expect that the the, the woman submit the, to exactly, the husband." Exactly.
0: Exactly. Okay. But they don't uh, have the culture of submitting to their pastor. They say that I, I'm submitting to God, you mm. know, but mm. hey, how can you expect your wife to submit to you if you don't mm. have the honor and the culture of submitting to your pastor or your leader or your yeah. mentor? Yeah, you it's, know, it's a church is the place different. where God gives you the uh, the opportunity. Sometimes when we grow up and we leave our homes, we think that we are independent. We don't need our parents anymore. We don't need to submit to them anymore. But here is a place where you still have spiritual parents that yeah. God has placed above and around you, mm. they might not be more talented or more uh, uh, financially capable as you are. But when you take that effort to submit to them, when you take the effort to go and submit to their authority in your mm. life.
1: I'm sure God honors. Definitely. Because God himself is someone... if you look at the Trinity, Jesus Mm. submitted to God. God is a God of order. He's created an order. Mm. And I'm sure above every man who is the head of the family, there Mm. has to be Jesus. and, And you can't have that unless... You know, unless you yourself are submitting to the body of Christ. Definitely. Regardless of the flaws and regardless of the bitterness and resentment.
0: You know, know, church is a place where you can get equipped for marriage. You know, if you have... In the
1: good and the bad ways. (laughs) In the
0: good and the bad ways, but... But an ideal church is supposed to equip them in the good ways yes, you know an ideal yes, church that's yes. where you have to be careful to what church you're going to yes, where yes. Uh, you know if I'm not saying that there are perfect churches out there but mm. but that there there has to be spirit filled churches spirit filled bible based churches that mm. you have to be fi- you have to be a part of where mm. where you are getting equipped you know where you're learning from other people's marriages mm. when you're you know uh, where you get a marriage mentor for yourself. You know, you you ask somebody elderly or somebody, doesn't have to be somebody old, but somebody a little more married than you are. Hmm. Can just be a couple of more years married than you are, but you go and tell them, hey, I would like to sit with you and ask questions. I'd like mm. to sit with you and learn from you. I'd like to sit with you and probably just observe how you do life. You know, yeah. there are people who have allowed us to go into their yes, homes yes, and yes. and just allow us to observe their homes. Yeah. You know, just allow us to observe uh, how they live life, how they do marriage, how they pray, how they can, how they parent their children, mm. and that has been such a big blessing big, for us when blessing. we when we come back and mm-hmm. we are like, hey, this is this is so good
1: i just want to take this time to thank them in a very special manner you know who you are and if you're listening to this podcast i Priti and i we are immensely grateful to to all of you and uh, just just want to bless you with our whole heart
0: absolutely absolutely we we wouldn't have been able to uh, learn or grow without having people around us mm-hmm. who who speak more mature mm-hmm. words and are more mature Thoughts. Then, then, we, you know, sometimes we are so uh, blinded by, you know, uh, what what we have learnt and what we have seen. That we are not able to see something beyond that mm. and and that is where you have to become intentional in equipping yourself mm. go for premarital counseling mm. you know or uh, go pick up a book on marriage and, and start reading about it hey mm. marriage is going to be something that will change your life for good or bad mm. so it's better that you go into it with complete preparation you know you equip yourself you be uh, absolutely and completely be ready Uh, you know, for for this. But at the same time, I think you cannot go and begin to idealize somebody else's marriage.
1: Yeah, that brings us to the next thing, next point of being realistic.
0: Exactly. How do you deal
1: with expectations? Now, you know, here I think I can uh you know branch into two points expectations one could be the high expectations that we have Mm. when we are in this phase that you were talking about of Mm. of learning from our mentors of of reading from books and of observing other families Mm. one could be that we get these high expectations from ideal people Mm. and from ideal role models and Mm. from you know uh, the the perfect family out there Mm. the high expectations that you have May or may not be realistic definitely to yeah. the p- to an individual exactly. or to, to me or to you or to mm. another person because every person is different
0: right and
1: right. the person that that person is getting married to is unique
0: mm-hmm. and
1: this permutation is unique right right so you cannot move on with this. Rosy picture mm. of a fair marriage, mm. and expect you that as as soon as you get married, you will end up there.
0: Right, that's right.
1: Because it takes a lot of unlearning and relearning mm. uh, to to reach to reach a place where you find your purpose and you find your uh, uh, you know like complete um, contentment in God.
0: Definitely. You know, in fact, I I was just, when you were talking about this, I just realized that before getting married, there were so many people who came and prophesied to me saying, man, after your marriage, your ministry is going to shoot up and and your husband, as a husband and wife, you're going to be serving the Lord together. So, you know, I I expected it to happen the day after we got married. (laughs) You know, the day after we married, uh, we'll be off to crusades and we'll be... Don't say you didn't do that. Our I honeymoon didn't do was that. a crusade. <laughs> but I'm saying that we, I expected that you know it it might just happen uh, right after that, and and we begin to look at other people and we think that hey, this is exactly how and when it will happen in our marriage. Mm-hmm. That that is you can't s- jumpstart your marriage. You cannot jumpstart your marriage. I mean, those might be good ideals, but if you sit with them and you ask you will ask understand
1: them, how much they have
0: exactly. They
1: have had to pre- prep themselves up. And to how where much they, they have had
0: to sacrifice and work you know,
1: towards. Work towards yeah, it. It's, totally. it's
0: not uh, marriage. Is not uh, something that you receive by some anointed people laying hands on you and saying, "Receive a blessed marriage." Hmm. You. It doesn't happen like that. You have hmm. to. It's like uh, working in a garden You know mm. How much effort yeah, You have to yeah. take In tilling and, and putting the right Amount of uh, soil And mm. You cannot be rough with it Like how you would do On a farm mm. You know it's it's. And, like and
1: fruits don't grow overnight
0: It doesn't come overnight mm. it, it, There is uh, Seasons where it, it will be You know More dry There are other seasons Where there will be More than enough fruit yeah. There will be other seasons Where you know you don't. It doesn't make any sense, you know. True. Marriage goes through all of those seasons. Hmm.
1: The, and and so so you know when when we're dealing with expectations, there's this high expectation, and then there is this uh, the other extreme of the line, which hmm. is fear and negativity.
0: Right. Right. You
1: learn fear and negativity from the same examples, from these same role models. You know, uh, probably not not the good role models, but you know, we the only people whom we've seen uh, in flesh and blood. Is in marriage, parents. is our parents right? We take good and bad lessons from them, right? Uh, if not, if not just parents, we have our extended family, we have elders, and we you know we've closely observed and learnt, and subconsciously and consciously we have picked up lessons from them. So many things, and yeah. at some level, it has brought in fear and negativity in us. Yeah, and uh, just want to tell you guys that um, it's those may be precursors you know those may be like your warning signals but to end up thinking that your marriage will be exactly like that marriage that you fear be it you know the bad examples that are shown in uh, in media or the jokes that revolve around Mm. marriage and you know the woman and the wife and how the woman takes a lot of time shopping and how the man is always playing golf and Sad to say that, you know, we tend to think that our family will eventually become like that. The the, the word inevitable. Mm. It's like, ultimately it has to become like that. That is such a wrong statement to make. So, just want to tell you that, uh, you know, all the mistakes that our parents and our elders did, you cannot be your mother or your father
0: Mm.
1: unless you are intentional in copying or emulating them.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, there is your good expectations on one side, there are the bad uh, fears that you have on the other side. It's only for you to learn and only for you to... uh, You know, those are theory lessons. Hmm. It's only when you get into marriage that you will understand that it is neither of this.
0: Hmm. I I do believe that, you know, sometimes without our knowledge, we begin to behave like our parents. Though we are not intentionally
1: not intentional. yeah, uh, copying yeah, yeah. them, yeah. but
0: sometimes subconsciously we begin to behave. I've seen this in my life where mm. I have behaved like my mother, where I have behaved like my father, not just physical parents, even my spiritual, spiritual parents. Parent, you know, you yeah. Look at me there, you'd find so many similarities between me and my spiritual parents. Now, mm. having said that, when you're intentional about saying, hey, I am. I'm. I'm not going to live my life in fear that that's going to happen, mm. because fear has the capacity to draw. Mm. Uh, fear has the capacity to attract that that one thing uh, and and bring it bring it about in in our in our life. Mm. Fear mm. can really, uh, you know, actually cause that to happen if if you know the one thing that can. Uh, probably help you if you're in that place is when you're willing to walk with God.
1: It all brings us back to that first point.
0: Yeah, if if you're willing to walk with God, if you're willing to be part of a church Mm. where you're accountable, if you're willing to, you know, people can point it out to you. You might not see it yourself, but Mm. people can point it out to you saying, hey, do you know that you're very pushy? Do you know that you're hardly, uh, you know, voicing out your... Or you, do you know that you're uh, extremely arrogant? You know these things. People can, uh, you know, if, if not people, definitely when you walk with God, God the, will. Speak the voice
1: to the you. of the Holy Spirit is so. Yeah, I think definitely. Yeah, he, he, he can he can really help you in that. Definitely. I think the whole process is just about being more malleable. You know when. What does it mean? Don't do this <laughs> when you are live. <laughs> okay. <laughs> malleable is when you're moldable.
0: Okay. okay. <laughs> I learned a new word today, friends. <laughs> this
1: is what marriage can do to you.
0: <laughs> uh, that's fun. You know the fact that you're you're if uh, you, if you're moldable, if you if you're malleable, uh-huh. you are mm, you know, and and you're not just you're not just allowing. God, the access into your life, but also people who yeah. who are who are near and dear to you, who can actually push you in the in the in the towards your betterment. Mm-hmm. Don't look for only negative voices mm-hmm. around you. Mm-hmm. Look for people that appreciate you. Uh, look for people that you know see the good in you and yet want you to grow better. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, I have seen too many negative teachers too. You mm-hmm. know, those who are like, hey i've seen pastors preach on on divorce divorce
1: on the day of the marriage on i think marriage. i am that um, so glad i'm a christian and i'm not using the wrong words but that is so really bad, bad. that's dumb that's bad that's that's if there is anything, no scope for divorce
0: yeah, there is definitely no scope for divorce and you don't you know when a child is born and the child dedication ceremony is happening you don't talk about death you mm. talk about life you yeah. talk about hope mm. you talk about dreams and you know the same thing when you're when you, you don't begin marriage by teaching about divorce and I was so upset mm-hmm. and this was one of the very senior pastors that I, I the entire 30-minute sermon was about divorce and I was That's so sad. upset if anything it could y- you want to talk about divorce do it in uh, premarital counseling not necessarily in, uh, I mean because things like this puts fear in the minds of people and mm-hmm. they are in marriage only because of the fear of Oh, what will the pastor say? You know, they're they're in the marriage, constantly fearing society, constantly fearing negative outcome, mm-hmm. constantly fearing if I if I don't have this marriage, there's nobody to feed me, and you no, know, constantly living in that state of fear that hey, something bad is going to happen, and mm-hmm. and uh, as much as unrealistic expectations is dangerous for your marriage, I think even more dangerous is. Uh, you know, fear.
1: No bad expectations.
0: Your bad expectations, mm. or your fear, you mm. know, or fear of uh, uh, negative things. And uh, I'd like to just add a point before we finish is the fact that, you know, your family plays a very crucial point in, in building your understanding about marriage. Mm. Mm. However, when you step out into marriage, there is something that you have to intentionally do is to disconnect the ties that you have with your family Mm -hmm. not to disconnect your relationship with them but Mm -hmm. to disconnect the uh, the that's why the bible says some man shall now leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife Mm -hmm. uh, and they shall be one flesh when you disconnect those ties what you're disconnecting is that mm, that that uh, channel of influence Mm -hmm. that you you're giving to your parents Mm -hmm. now There are a couple of reasons to it. One, so that you can exist as your own family. Second, also because uh, any parent who loves their child can, I mean, at any given point of time, if you ask me, I'll give an advice that is too favorable for my son or my daughter, Mm. not something that is favorable for their marriage. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just that we, as parents, we get blinded True. You know, True. I've I've had to deal with relationship cases in our church where, where I didn't know that the girl was in the wrong. But when the girl came to me, I'm like, that's it. Mm-hmm. You have to fight for this. And you know, and later on when I got to know that the girl was in the wrong, I'm like, hey, I, I could have seen this back then. But as a parent, as a, like you know, as a pastor, I'm the spiritual father, and as a parent, you tend to become. Uh, you know, blinded to somebody as to your children's faults, and mm-hmm. and most often than are not. It's not a it's not a great unbiased advice that you can receive from your mm-hmm. parents. So, if you looking if you're looking for marriage mentors, try to not make your parents your marriage <laughs> mentors, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, unless they are like like way up there, and you know that you can really really. You know, mm. uh, you can you can make them your models, but mm. not necessarily your mentors. Not Don't to
1: say that they are bad.
0: They are definitely not. Yeah. They are definitely not. I mean, I, I've i got a great set of parents who I have rarely seen them argue. I've mm. n- not rarely, I've never seen them argue.
1: And, and to say they are the, I mean, I'm blessed with like good, good in-laws. Blessed, yeah, blessed I mean, I've,
0: I've seen how my mom submits to my dad mm. hundred percent. I've mm. seen how my dad will never You know, uh, make a decision if my mom is not Not for it. I've seen that. Including our marriage, I've seen that. He said, if mom is okay, I'm I'm cool with it. Mm. Like you know, that's how much of unity I have seen in my in my parents' life. Mm. But still, having said that, I cannot make them my marriage mentors because Mm. if I make them my marriage mentors, the first thing that's going down is you wearing ornaments. (laughs) (laughs) Please. Because okay. they will definitely be, uh, you know, they will definitely have their uh, their bias towards you something. You are the
1: one wearing a, wearing a ring right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm the one wearing a ring right now. But uh, you know, just just to you know, yeah, get, add it. add that perspective that true, true. they'll have their bias towards a lot of things. So it's mm-hmm. definitely uh, somebody who is in your own stream, who who is you know in your own perspective, uh, who can help you. Uh, you know, see, walk with God, and at the same time, grow in marriage into into your fullest potential, and somebody who can give a unbiased uh, advice.
1: True, true. I mean, I mean, same thing. I mean, I just want to add that uh, for a parent, the child never grows up.
0: Yeah, definitely. So
1: no matter no matter what age, no matter what who you belong to. And I mean, ov- officially you're married and you have a wife and you have the children and the children are 23, 24, and you know now they're grandparents yeah. and you are yourself about to be grandparents. But mm. even at that point. You are still a child,
0: a kid for your parents, and
1: and they have all the right to.
0: Yeah, you know, even today, my mom gives me sleep advice. Why are you sleeping at 7:30 in the morning? <laughs> I'm like, hey, okay. you know, it's okay. I can manage this. Yeah. I can, I can take care of this. I yeah. mean, they, they, they are parents. So you have to intentionally disconnect from ties that can interfere into your marriage. The
1: first physical uh, act of of uh, you know probably.
0: Cutting the tie would be to move out. To,
1: to move out. Definitely. To, to start your own independent family. I
0: think this is this is not just an advice for men. It's also for a, a good advice for sisters yeah. who are who are in their homes for for a long time. And you you want to experiment and experiment not with your life, but to experiment to, to just experiment who you are and to experiment how life will be without your parents around you. If you if you want to do that, then definitely take a Take a step out and move out and live on your own, walk with God, be independent and in that you surrender and you surrender to God and you submit to the man or the woman that God brings into your life and I'm sure it's definitely... Beautiful thing. Having I think said
1: all of this, I'm I'm sure you, as an individual, have your own uh, set of uh, unique challenges and unique differences. And for that, we would we would suggest that you find you know you would find a mentor or an elder uh, who who can advise and counsel you in the best godly uh, manner possible. Right. And if you are in Bangalore, and if if you're seeking mentors, and and uh, you know if you're not already going to a church, you are most welcome to. Uh, write to us It's uh, You know Pastor pridhi And I We are available At info at com. You can write into us Or you can uh, You know uh, Check online For for details
0: Definitely Definitely And, and we will We will be more than Glad to help you if, Even if you are In another city We can definitely Still help you Connect to a good church Or good leaders If you would If you would need Somebody And And if you need Counsel Make sure to just Write to us And we will uh, right back to you. It was so fun talking to you guys. I'm sure this is a topic which is, which can, uh, which we can talk about for hours at a stretch. But, but for your uh, convenience, we choose to stop right now, and uh, we hope to catch up with you soon. Uh, we'll do this at least once in a month.
1: If possible, yes. If possible, and if the <laughs> if, if marriage makes us talk so much, yes, why not?
0: Uh, yeah, and if the kids are love, uh, we will definitely be back on podcast. God bless you. Thank you for being on this podcast, and take a moment to share this with somebody else who can be blessed as well. Have a yeah. great, great week ahead.
1: Bye, bye, bye.